Yes, you're gonna have people turn their backs, but it's time for us to keep it real. Just keep talking that real, bro. Do what you do, I know what you do, so keep doing that. Talk the real. The HBI lads will see you now. See you now. I don't want to cause no problems. Mm-hmm. I just want to live my life, but I keep on hearing about nonsense. And we're back. HBI podcast, health, business, and in between. I, my name is Dr. Nathan Bridge. I am a chiropractor from North Fremantle Chiropractic in Perth, Western Australia. And this week, I am joined by the wizard himself. He is looking a little tired if you're watching the video one, which means <laughs> daddy life is rocking and rolling and all the best sorts. It is the man, the myth. Physiotherapist extraordinaire, Mr. Ben Humphreys. How are we, sir? Good intro, bro. I am I got pretty well, a bit tired, not so much from the the baby, more as we all know, the, the crypto and the business that tend to and the baby just compounds things, I guess. <laughs> but I'm actually <laughs> he's just without my wife's up in Cobram at the moment with with her mum. We're up there over the weekend. To me, as my father-in-law and I came back Sunday, the girl stayed up there. We'll go back up next, on Thursday night. So I'm actually tired as nice. fuck, but I don't have the baby with me. <laughs> All right. He's, he's, just, he's just swing trading until the early hours at the moment, as, as, so, as will be. Um, the goods. But is it the is day? the dangerous duo today, mate. It is just the two because we have a... Uh, a one with the sickness and one with the uh, the Houdini act this morning. Yeah, so uh, the just the ma- <laughs> so the power couple are on. We're calling it that. So today we're all talking about generating referrals and how to create referrals within your practice. And of course, referrals are the lifeblood of any allied health or any business, right? And there are two basic forms of referral. There's internal referrals. That's people that you're looking after referring on to you. And external referrals, which come from, you know, relationships you've got set up, other practitioners, you know, um, other businesses that send people your way. And then building these, like, really good quality sort of referral pipelines is really how you make business as easy as possible because it means you don't have to spend huge amounts of money in terms of acquisition and people are already pre-framed and know what they're coming into so it's the better quality of person coming into your practice, right? There is, in general, there is no better new client than a referred new client. Yeah. So I thought, let's start internal because I think internal referrals, the, um, it's the most important, right? Like if you have high quality and high volume of internal referral, then you really don't need to do that much else, mm-hmm. which is awesome. So Ben, let's start your side of things. If you've got a new client come in, how do you set up your referral system? Like, how do you turn someone from a patient into a raving fan? It's pretty easy to answer. It's just, um, you know, the execution and how well you want to execute is, is, is the difference. But at the end of the day, if you want someone on board with your service or product, they've obviously got to really like what you do. They've got to think that it's a, you know, a service that delivers in, in an abundance that they're getting more than what they're perceiving they're paying for. Um, and that, that can be quite easy to do if you, you know, if you, you know, don't charge crazy amounts of money and you do deliver a very fair, very adequate and, you know, hopefully do over deliver, then you will get someone who's really happy incidentally from the service that they had. Obviously there's a lot of moving parts to, many businesses and especially face-to-face 
businesses like our own. Um, we've got to foster a really good relationship with the person. We've got to be able to build rapport quite quickly. Um, as I said, they've got to be, you know, they have a certain expectation when they rock up. And if you can over deliver on their expectation, um, you know, and that can be in, in several different ways. If you, you know, you're punctual, uh, as I said, you don't charge too much money. You are seen to be, you know, maximizing your time with the client and getting as much done as possible. You're educating the client throughout. Um, your communication with the client is quite good. Um, you know, from the day they stepped into the, the building, you know, they were welcomed by warm, friendly staff. And, you know, who knows, you, you shook their hand firmly. Like there's so many different variables at play and, and everyone has different expectations and that's a very subjective thing. So sometimes like, you know, I, I believe the best way to do it is to have a standardized type of service. To, to be this good or, or to operate on this level every time because you're not going to be able to judge someone's expectation. So, um, and there's just so many different ways people can judge expectation, you know, where they come from. Strong word of mouth referral. Did they come from Instagram? Did they come from, you know, a doctor down the road? Did they come from the chiropractor? So it's very hard to judge expectation of, of a service unless, um, so, so what you do to, to mitigate, you know, having a contingency plan, I guess, to maintaining a good service is to just have a very high level of operation and that you just do a fantastic job every time someone comes and sees you, you don't drop the ball on the reviews, you know, you know, your, your mood's up and about like this, as I said, we could talk about a thousand variables at play here, but you just got to do a good fucking job. <laughs> Be better I think, than the physio down the road. Be better than the chiro down the road. Yeah. You just got to be better. Don't charge us. You know, you can charge the same. You can charge fairly for what you do, but just deliver an, a well-rounded service where the client's left raving about you. No. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump on a few things there. So I think the most important factor out of all that is the idea that you must over-deliver, right? People mm -hmm. have this common misconception that if someone comes to them for an issue, let's let's just say, oh, I've got a sore low back, you come and you sort that out, that that person's now a fan and they're going to refer people to you. But all you did was just meet the expectation. Yeah. That person came to you with the assumption that you would fix that issue and you did it. And they are appreciative of it. They paid their money for it. They don't necessarily feel the need to share that with people because you've just done the job at hand, which there is nothing wrong with, right? Mm -hmm. But this is where we talk about over-delivering the service. If someone comes in for low back pain and at the same time you end up sorting out their carpal tunnel or the neck pain or you improve their squat, then suddenly they're more likely to refer because what they thought was happening and what, well, what they thought they were getting, what they've got is vastly superior, right? And I think, Ben, you mentioned obviously money a couple of times there. And I would challenge that because I don't actually think the price is relevant if the service is right. And I think that this is the big thing, right? Like you can charge five grand an appointment if you want, as long as the perceived value is that is of, you know, 10 grand. If they think they got 10 grand's worth of five grand, they're in upfront. The only time money is an issue is if people don't think they're getting their value for it. Mm. And so I think actually cost doesn't even come into it. In fact, I don't even have my prices on my website. People find out once they get in. 
because yeah. like cost really shouldn't be a deciding factor in people's healthcare. So I've challenged that one a little bit, but I think the basis and everything has to come back. Like I said, it has to be generating results, but it has to be results that people weren't necessarily expecting. And you see this across industries with, you know, people with their cars. There's always used to be these ideas of cars. You get these added extras, which look great. And then there's the like little bonuses that they don't mention and you get them and you're in the car and suddenly you realize the interior of your car, there's all neons and you can change the colors. And you're like, man, how mad is that? Yeah, is that yeah. stuff that people weren't expecting that actually brings them up, right? And that's how you start to create that raving fan, right? You also mentioned education. Education is a huge part because you're educating people on other things you can help with, which then increases their idea of what they may be able to do send to you mm-hmm. and so i think when we come back to the silos not to rant on to it is this idea of having a baseline procedure and like everything we talk about on the hbo podcast every procedure is not set in stone it's a constant review process mm-hmm. but it starts like from my, in my office the moment someone walks in the first thing we find out if we haven't already got it on their online paperwork is how they found us and that's obviously really important for your clinical side of things because then you know like you said their starting expectation comes from where they came from in some ways yeah. right have they been pre-framed have they not been but what that allows us to do is start to push the referral pipeline so let's say i get a client in and i'm like all right well, who how did you find us and they're like oh ben sent me and i'll be like oh man ben is such a legend we look after him and his crew or whatever it is right he's been such a great patient it's awesome to see him wanting the same for you yeah. I'm now working with that person. At the same time, I have a process in my practice where that patient, when they come in, I give them a gift to say thank you for the referral, right? Yeah. Because Brilliant. how often do we like give a discount for the referee, but like not the referrer, right? Like I reward people for their support in me. Now, I never give free service because I don't want to devalue my service, mm-hmm. but I find really nice gifts to give to people that have good inherent value, right? So, like, one of the ones I have at the moment is a um, really One nice like, travel tra- back in the day, maybe <laughs> there'd be a lot of rich people, um, but yeah, one Haven, right? Like, so yeah, yeah. that'll be the next thing. So yeah. I give them like a really nice, like travel coffee mug. I've had really nice candles made water bottles, like beautiful stuff. And the number one thing I do with that is I never put my logo on it because people don't want to advertise your shit. Mm-hmm. Like giving someone a gift with your logo on it is like just yeah. disrespectful if people want to like if you've got real cool shirts and other stuff and people want to opt in on that great but if you're giving people presents with your shit on it you are not like people are not on that right it's like you so it's it's true as you said if it's like actually cool apparel or something like yeah i'd be happy to yeah. represent that because i i would just genuinely wear that but yeah um I was about to say, but yeah, if, if but it's yeah, just like yeah, the but like person's already, a gift. the person's already referred you someone, they're already out there saying yeah. good things about you. It's just like, yeah, I want to make sure like, you, you know, you got something in the office or your home that's got a logo on there. It's like, that yeah. shit's ugly. I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. And like, if people want to understand the gifting better, there's a book called Giftology. I highly recommend people read it. It's very short and sweet. But this is one of his things is he's like, you never gift on like actual gift giving holidays like Christmas and stuff like that because it's just an expected gift and people don't appreciate it. It's lost. Two, never give shit with your logo on it, right? It's it's just like, I sell t-shirts with our logo and stuff on it. 
but I sell them and people opt in on that. Yeah, I don't necessarily give them for like away as a thank you. Anyway, so that's one way to already like continue to foster the process of referrals, right? So now we said we're working internal with somebody. Their best, the biggest and most important time in terms of getting early referrals is in that first couple of weeks, right? You are the shiny new car, right? Like every mm. people want to show you off if you're doing a great job. They want to be like, man, I'm seeing Ben, I'm seeing Dan, I'm seeing me. I'm saying, like, you need to see my guy, right? Yeah. Everyone's super excited. You got to see him. And so you, you want to lean in on that process. And it, it's, it comes down to a couple of simple things, right? The, one of the first most important things that I think practitioners miss is actually telling people you're open to new patients. Because a lot of people came through a time where like you'll still see this with a lot of GPs is they don't accept new patients, right? And if you're really busy, which I know I am in the office and I know you are, people may just assume that you can't handle any more people at the moment. So you actually have to tell people that you are accepting new patients, which sounds ridiculous, but it's just part of the facts, right? It's a good point. I didn't like you just, you you don't know what you don't know. There could be all these presuppositions with people um, yeah, thinking something's a certain way where it's obviously actually not. So that yeah, uh, you're frozen there. So I wasn't sure that we're still on. No, so it's, yeah, it's still I think on, it's, but you are frozen as well. So it's also it's not only that. A, we're opening up for new clients and we're open for business. So I got at the moment when I do all my programming, there's I've got a, a line at the bottom that says, "Look, we're still open for trade." Um, yeah, you know, just to remind people, like obviously plugging Instagram here and there, saying, "All right, we're still open, we're still open," making it stupidly, stupidly obvious that you are open. But also, uh, not only that, telling people that you know we are open for business. But the other thing where I'm sure you're going to go is to go, "Well, look, if you've really enjoyed the service and you think there's someone else that can benefit from this, tell one person about me." Yeah, it is that, and that is part two, right? Tell people yeah. you're available. For new clients number two ask them for a referral mm-hmm. like and it's these are the opportunities you can have those little hedged ones like you have there and then like, hey would appreciate you sharing this around other people and of course the best time is when someone comes in like it's on the other day and they're just like man i've never recovered this well from the stuff i'm doing right now like normally she's like one of my clients we've been adjusting now for a few months like she's um she's a performer She's super di- diligent with all her work, but she's been real busy performing. And so she dropped off her like um, homework. And she was telling me that normally when she gets back on it, it takes months to get back to where she was, where since she's been under care, it literally took one day and she's back to where she previously was, like muscle memory was developing again, right? Yeah. That right mm-hmm. there is the prime time to ask for a referral. And it's yeah. just like, it's one's like you, it's, and it's a simple process. It's just like acknowledge that's awesome. That's exactly what we want. And that's mm-hmm. de- like, you know, down to your awesome work of following your care plan and doing the work. Yeah. I'm sure you can imagine that there's that many other people you must know that are frustrated like you used to be about not getting those kind of results. So I just thought to let you know, we are actually um, accepting new clients at the moment. So if you did know anybody, please tell them to come hang out so they can get the same thing. Yeah. And all you're doing is now priming that person to look for those things, right? Now they're like, oh, shit. Steve, my brother, he often talks about it. I've got to get Steve in, right? Like yeah, yeah. People actually thinking about it. People, you know, our attention spans are so poor that you have to reprime people all the time to send people your way. Yeah. I think One of my, um, no, go, go. 
Well, I was just saying, I think that's a brilliant idea. And something that I even forget to do a lot is that obviously when you get to a certain amount of, I guess, busyness or the certain amount of yeah. bookings in your, in your, I guess you, you're full to the brim every week, then yeah. a lot of that shit goes out the window. It's just like, fuck too busy. I'm trying to get this is where we yeah. should roll into next. I'm trying to get my other guys busy. And, yeah. you know, often it's the person who's the owner of the clinic or the, the front man, which is us at the moment is like, all right, well, we're doing them like we're the magnets. Everyone's coming to us. And then we're hopefully trying to offload from there, which is really yeah. tricky, but you're about to jump into um, a story. Well, no, I was just saying this goes back to the other one, but you know, having little stats on your, um, on hand is always a good thing, right? Like we know that this thing, I think it's like, four out of five Australians or five out of four out of six Australians are dealing with low back pain. Right. And mm. so people was like, did you know that? That's crazy. Right. And I was like, so how many oh, friends fine. do you reckon you've got? And they're like, they're like, I don't know. And you're like, you probably got at least 20 friends. Right. I, I expect big things from you. Sorry. And they're like, yeah. It's like, so 20 friends. I was like, so you, 16 of them are in pain right now. Yeah. So imagine if you just told a couple and we come hang out and we could get you all in the, uh, the other side as the legends. And again, yeah. it's just priming that person to look for an issue and give you as a solution, right? Yeah. It's and the it's ask. It, people that's, people want it. That's right. You've gone. It's the classic Gary V jab 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 right yeah. hook. It's like you've been in care for X amount of time. Obviously, they're paying for the service. Hopefully, you're over delivering. Yeah. If you're over delivering, you're delivering in an abundance. Now, there shouldn't be a problem then with asking a small favor. Yeah you know, for what you've done with the person. And if, and if they like you, they think you're great at what you do. You've sincerely, you've helped them in a way that you said you have, then there should be no issues, no awkwardness, no yeah. problems around going, Hey, I'd love, you know, you to mention me to someone else. And like, yeah. it's genuine, like, and it's not like, um, you know, you've met them for the first time and then you go, look, can you tell someone about me? It's just like, well, yeah. I don't know you. I don't trust you. I don't even know if you're good or not. So there's no prior establishment of a relationship or verification of how good you are at your job for to even warrant me to do that. So obviously yeah. the timing's important. And as you mentioned, it's like yeah. months of care. Then there was a big win. And then there was the ask. It's a very timely thing. Yeah. At the end of the day, it comes down to one simple philosophy is that you don't try and fuck on the first day. Um, and that's true the person sitting you meeting you for the first time and you're like hey you know you should send your whole family in they're probably like and i'm out right yeah it's a, i don't like that bloke <laughs> timing things appropriately right but also that timing is there's no set time right no and so like i said always look for a win and when we get a win that's where we piggyback it yeah. and it's a genuine ask right like again you're not sitting there going if you don't refer me someone you're gone. I'm going to stop looking after you, or I'm going to give you shitty care, right? You, there, yeah, there's no crack your neck in a bad way. consequence here. It's just, <laughs> hey, be awesome if you could. Um, and that it's really, really simple, right? And you can have other systems. Like there's one system, right? You can yeah, tee your front desk up. If you, yeah, if you, yeah. Your front desk can run those kind of things, right? We have a, um, I'm doing an end of year Christmas comp, right? Because obviously end of the year, everyone gets busy. And even though they need the care, that's easy for them to fall out. So I have a huge amount of donations from a number of local businesses. And every time someone comes in for their appointment up until Chrissy, they get a raffle ticket, right? It's a little sweetener for just, you know, making your appointments. But if they send me someone, they get five raffle tickets, right? So it's just like, hey, did you know 
you send someone, you get five raffles. And they're like, it's again, it's just another like, hey, did you know that we got this thing going on? If you're interested, did you know you could send someone to me? And it doesn't matter who they send it to. In fact, I want them to send it to Ryan, my offsider. But, you know, it's yeah. just that, like, again, you're just greasing the wheels of that system. Yeah. Now, one of the other big things that I currently am doing a terrible job at, and I'm literally about to put an ad out for someone to help me, is email trains, right? Mm. Inbuilt email systems. So you have an onboarding email train where, like, someone comes in as a new client and they go into this, yeah. you know, six-week train of little Mind tips, journey. tricks, yeah. stuff like that, right? Usually within that first two weeks, I will like a week when people are getting excited about the care and they really, they really see the vision of where they can go. We used to send an email through and again, it depends on your style, but I would just be like, Hey, you're obviously doing awesome. That's great. And we used to do what we call the three person breakdown, right? It's like, maybe you're a person that has always loved Cairo and you're just loving what we can do for it. Maybe there's someone in your life that's had a poor experience with Cairo and, you know, you want them to see something different. And it's like, basically where you're going is the positive, the indifferent and the negative, right? Mm -hmm. And you're getting them to search their life for that kind of those kind of people. And at the end of it, they just so you know, when you come on as a practice member through here, we do offer a, um, a deal for any family or friends you see, you know, in this amount of time. So if there's somebody that you think needs to see us now, please let the front desk know and we can set that up. So you're already priming them, like you're giving them scenarios where they're like, oh, I do have Steve. Steve's yeah, not yeah. been getting the results with that person he's been seeing. Or, hey, I do have Shane. Shane said he hated the first time he went to one, but I wonder if he'd be open. Well, the other one, that mate that's just like, my back always hurts, but I'm not doing anything about it. Hmm. And so you're letting them, the people they should look for, and then you're giving them the actions that they should take, and then the sweetener that they can give to that person to get them to come see you. Mate, I'm... I'm the student here. I'm just sitting and listening, bro. You're spitting some fucking bars, bro. This is really good. Like the, this book must be great. You're, I always find like what you're saying is great. And chiropractors in general, I find this run business. Well, like I get even some of the guys I refer clients to around Melbourne, they, they always send me like gift cards and um like a bottle of wine and that sort of thing at Christmas time. That's, and as you said, you're doing that for your actual referrers and that sort of thing. I go as far as like, all right, you send someone in, I'll, I'll give you a percentage discount on your next session, yeah. which is still valuable. But I think yeah, that 100%. it kind of goes without saying, but if you do have a gift, it's like, all right, people appreciate the effort and it's very easy to knock off percentage percentages of price yeah. on, uh, sorry, a discount. But it is more of an effort to get like a handwritten card or yeah. um, a gift or something like that. Or, you know, you, and, and this is where, you know, the business, there's just infinite ways you can improve your business. And I'm sure you've established, you know, partnerships with these people that may, you know, they might make the candles. They might be the yeah. local bottle O, like, you know, it's right. You know, Nathan comes in, and gets a box of wine every week to give out to his clients, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. you generate referrals from that way. I think. Yeah the gift giving is really cool. And as you said, you know, don't give around the, the major gift giving times you give, you know, throughout the yeah. year versus fruit. And it's, well, you give like, you give to like, there's a trigger, right? And this is one of the things that one of my coaches once taught me is like, if you give away, say, say your services for today's thing, $70, right? And someone refers and you give that other person a, like a free session, you are lowering the value of that, right? Whereas you mm. can get, if you were going to spend $70, you can then go bulk buy 
gifts that look like, you know, that are valued 50, 70, like that, you know, they're expensive, but you might pick them up for 20 bucks. Yeah. And so you just save yourself $50, right? Yeah. You give me ideas. Plus, plus then when every time someone looks at that traveler mug, they're like, man, I got that from my car. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's like, they talk about giftologies. Like every time they look at that, they should have that emotional connection back to your business rather than, you know, having to look at your logo. But again, those are all little bits in, in terms of internal, but it's like in internal, Psychology, you just want to keep sales yeah. stoking it, right? And there's there's a lot of different ways to do it. There's another great book called Never Lose a Customer Again. I think it's by, I want to say Joey Percival, I could be wrong. He talks about all sorts of different things you can do, right? So there's a heap to it. And so I think this has been a lot bigger topic than I actually imagined. I think yeah. we don't even haven't even hit the top end of internal here. Yeah. So I think we're going to have another part two, but I think next week we'll talk really about external. And when I say external, it's like setting up referrers outside, whether it's a gym, like you said, a GP, even just, you know, whatever it is, hell, I've had ones that are like hairdressers, right? Mm. It's teaching people how to refer to you and what's in it for them. So yeah. listen, hard and fast today. I really, really hope that everyone got massive value out of it. I think there was some big stuff there and, you know, it's a time to review your systems for onboarding clients as they come through. So how you can grow your business, but how you can better serve them. If you did get something as always throw a screenshot up, tag us in it, HBI podcast on Instagram, and please subscribe and leave us a five-star review wherever you are getting your podcasts. My man, it's a pleasure as always. I look forward to seeing the rest of the crew out of the ether very shortly. And we will pick up from where we left off here. Just a sneaky, um, if you guys didn't pick up, Nathan, the old, if you guys have been listening for a while, hopefully you've got some value from it. And then we've done the cheeky ask, share some stuff for us, give us a review, because hopefully we've provided some value for you over the last however many months or days you've been listening to us. All right, guys, thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. And we really genu- genuinely love doing this. So it'd be nice to have the team back. Um, But yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon.